Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Pioneer Podcasting presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her here. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Beerman. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of House of Kim, (laughs) where we unapologetically share the ups and downs of our unpredictable life. And just like you guys are always trying to find a way to inspire and increase positivity in our daily lives. Yep. Okay, you guys. Excuse me. Jesus. Little like annoying cough every now. It's like every three hours instead of every three minutes. So that's good. That's Getting a positive. Uh, Brielle dropped a bomb on us last week. Literally, we're gonna dive deeper into her being assaulted in the Bahamas now that we've taken some time to process what went down. You guys, I missed a whole part of that sitting right here with everybody in front of me, and I was in utter shock when it like. I don't know how I miss this, but I do. We'll get into it. A much-needed girls' day with my ride-or-die, Sean and Shikana, who came to play. It also ended up with some herbal medicine. Not that kind, you guys. Like, legit, natural, holistic medicine. And toxic work environments and difficult people when enough is enough. We'll tackle this and more on this week's bonus segment, Safe Space with Kim and Croy. So, Brielle, I guess we should start by uh, first acknowledging that last week when Brielle kind of mentioned it, she kind of just slid it in to the conversation. Wait, let's start back by saying that Brielle tells me everything. I know when she pees. I know when she poops. I know when she breathes. I know when she doesn't feel like she is. I I mean, I know everything about Brielle. I had no idea about this. And I'm not sure if it's because everybody was like just drinking the whole trip. Yeah, I think so. They so they they weren't very coherent for most of the trip. They I think tried to they handled it uh, within their group. They said and didn't want it to really affect the weekend. I guess the kid who made the mistake, like she said, is a very nice kid. Uh, if you guys did not hear last week's episode, uh, we're talking about how Brielle was sexually assaulted mm-hmm. in the Bahamas, um, but she just slid it into the conversation. And I, you might have been uh, reading through the notes or, or kind of game planning that conversation when she just kind of mentioned it. And you said that you didn't realize that he had actually physically. I thought he just lifted up her shirt. Right. And so that's all I heard. And I don't know if it's because like Ethan and Zach yeah. and everybody was kind of like talking. Yeah. But I you missed the whole part where she actually. I asked my assistant, Nikki, like. Like, how could I have missed it? She's like, I could very easily see how you missed that. Right. Like, but I totally missed it. And so it wasn't for like another two days or something when Croy brought it up to Brielle in the kitchen. And I was like, wait, what'd you say? And he was like, he was like sucking on her nipple. Yeah, on her breast. Yeah, he, he lifted her shirt, latched on, like like Ethan said was, was, you know, comically he was saying, you know, the guy was 
searching for milk. That's how crazy it was. But like latched on. I thought, and, yeah, I, oh and God. you know, put his mouth on her, absolutely fucking on disgusting. her breast, and had it on for quite some time, long enough to where she froze, and again had to reach and grab what a fucking uh, asshole her friend's arm, and she, and then the girl realized her friend realized what was happening, and then helped Brielle like I, I think she hit the guy in the head or something was like what the fuck are you doing you know kind of deal all the guys threw and, him out, but I just yeah. missed that part, and I was like, oh my god, I mean I'm sure this happens to. A lot of people every single day. You say one in one in four women, I think, or one in three now, uh, will experience some form of sexual assault in their lifetime. One one in three women, I think. That's um, absolutely just mind blowing. And it and it and might sad. Even be worse now. I, I don't know. That was a maybe it's an old stat, but I know it's just it's way too large and just unacceptable. And again, I just I, I was so shocked by by Brielle uh, two ways. One on how she kind of was able to, I guess, compartmentalize it. Uh, she didn't let it didn't let her bother her. You know, she's like mistakes happen. Life happens. You know, I, I guess she, she like, like she said, she knows this guy. She's known him for a year and a half. He's like a really nice guy. Yeah. And um, supposedly not. Obviously, he's not a fucking nice guy now. Right. So this was like totally out of character. Right. But still totally unacceptable. Yeah. I don't want to put like degrees on assault, you know, because assault is assault and, and there's a line that's been crossed. And, and in my opinion, once you cross that line, it doesn't matter whether you crossed it a foot or you crossed it a hundred feet. You, you did something to somebody that has and is going to impact them, but it, it could have been significantly worse uh, had she maybe been alone with him or who knows, you know, like just a very scary uh, an unfortunate situation. So, but I want to hear your take on kind of like as a woman. I mean, you've never mentioned anything to me that that anybody's ever done inappropriate to you. That's that's ever been assaulted. If if maybe you blocked it out as a child oh, I'm sure or something. I probably did. I mean, uh, I don't really. I can't recall right this second. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely have been in situations that are with, scary or with creepy ass people. Right. Yeah. And so, what do you do? I just like, think that. I mean, I'm a lot more aggressive than Brielle is sure. and bigger. You know, Brielle's only a little 5'2", 5'3", yeah, yeah. whatever. I'm at 5'8", and I think that makes a difference. Like, I just start fucking swinging. But, you know, I'm a little bit... Well, I, so I, sorry and, to cut you off, but I asked well, she her, had, I and mean, she said so, she froze. Well, like, because she literally yeah, froze. Yeah, because it's, it's like, it's like, uh, a shock. like, wait, what the fuck? And then yeah. I'm sure she's, like, she was drinking, on? too, so she was just like trying to process it right and then there's all these big guys ethan tommy and they just threw the fucking guy out like there was all these people around oh yeah no, so it was, it it was, was taken care of very quickly but yeah, yeah i um i felt like too we needed time as a family to kind of discuss privately with brielle to make sure that she was okay not just in front of two of her best friends here at the podcast because yeah that was like no i, I you know she was on the spot per se uh i was a little bit surprised that she actually mentioned it there but again i think that goes to show how you know, she's a very mentally strong girl. Uh, she's very stable girl. Very she stable, yeah, she handled it in the way that Brielle wants to handle it, and and she said basically, you know, mistakes happen. I'm not excusing his behavior, nor am I promoting his behavior. But I come, I you know, I got to a place of understanding kind of the situation, the environment that we were in. It was it was loose, it was fun, and an accident happened. And it's not a reflection of who he is. You know, she's known him. For He's some never time. fucking allowed here. I do know who yeah. it is. Because you guys know that I was going to find out who it was. Yeah. Uh, we do know who it is. And I've actually 
never met this person. No, neither have I. And I never will. Yeah. So regardless of anything, I just, like I told Brielle, knowing that somebody can do this means he's probably capable of just about anything. Right. So just keep that in the back of your mind. So you, you can never recall a situation where anybody like physically, like even like inappropriately kissed your neck or like grabbed I mean, your I ass. I feel like guys like, are just gross sometimes, like just gross. Like guys are always trying. Right. I'm sure kiss. you've had your, had your butt grabbed in like a club or. or... Yeah, guys are babe. You guys are, you're not, but guys are gross. Like they're pretty wild. They're pretty aggressive. They're, right. you know, always kind of. So why do you, do you think that has anything to do with, with, uh, maybe a, a woman giving a guy mixed signals? Like maybe, <laughs> maybe she's doing something that I don't he think that we could ever give a signal that would say, put your fucking hands on my tits or ass or vagina, whatever. You don't you know, think like, so? I don't think there's ever a sign. Like if, you know, I think that. I think people are aggressive. I, th- I think men can be very aggressive. I think men can, you know, uh, definitely push the envelope per se. Right. Um, yeah, I've yeah. definitely been around aggressive people. For yeah. So sure. and so, how did what did you do? Did you did you I have mean, to get I, a friend's help? Do you remember? Do you recall? I'll have to think about. Yeah. Some situations for sure, but I mean, I told you about the situation that when I was. Going to my orthodontist, I was like 13 years old. I walked to my orthodontist right, because yeah. um, it was fairly close to my house. It was actually a house and that he mm-hmm. like redid into an office yeah. or whatever. Um, and so there was two guys that I went to school with that lived on the corner. Yeah. Um, and African-American guys. Uh <laughs> I'm just thinking about that makes me kind of laugh because they were pretty funny. But this wasn't funny. I was like walk, going to the orthodontist and they're like, hey, Zolziak, out the window. And he threw his huge penis out the window. And I was like, oh my, like I took off running right. to the fucking orthodontist, which was only 10 feet like past their house. Right. I will never forget that as long as I live. Obviously, I wasn't physically touched, but I just was like, that is fucking so That's still a form like, of inappropriate. Of but yeah. as far as just, I think people... In general, I've never been in a situation where somebody forced themselves upon me where right. I was, you know, I don't right. think anything like that. But I think people, guys definitely try. Um, so how, how, like, how, how, do, how, what do you think helps? What do you think has made you the, the, the two out of three and not the one out of three? Why are you like, have you always just kind luck. of guarded yourself? Luck. luck. No, I think, I think, you, just didn't you put know, yourself wrong kind of, place, wrong time is a lot of the situations where people yeah. end up assaulted for sure. Just wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing. But I don't like as much as I want to jog right at night by yeah. myself, there's no fucking way. Right. Even though we live in a gated community, yeah. I'm just not going to do it. You just it. never know. You who's, just never who's, know. Who's yeah. in, the, in the neighborhood. Um, I think like Brielle doesn't really, she's always surrounded by a bunch of people. <laughs> I think situations can happen when it's more like one-on-one, meaning like if you're, you know, seeing somebody and you go back to their house to watch a movie, situations like that can get more oh, aggressive yeah. or well, if I mean, you I are think- jogging at night by yourself or even fucking during the day nowadays. Like, I think, you know, the more attractive you are, um, people's minds go. Is that what it is? I think. They like, just, or they find they something. They just can't help I themselves? They, <laughs> excuse me. I think they find something. Like, if you see a girl running, a, a pretty girl running down the road with her right. boobs going up and down, right? <laughs> She's not, like, with her sports bra on, right? Because my boobs jiggle when I run. Right. Like, a guy may happen to drive by, and he may not be, like, an aggressive person, but something in his just brain. triggers him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about this shit, and I don't want to get into it or invalidate anybody that's been through this stuff. Of but course. I definitely, for point. my daughter, if I was there, he would have been fucking done. I would have 
beat the loving shit out of him for sure. Yeah. And like not thought twice. But I right. know that I'm like a feisty person. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think Brielle was probably in shock because she's never been in that situation before. And as she's getting older, I mean, like she hangs out with all of her best friends. I mean, she hangs out with Zach every day and Ethan. And we have the same, she has the same group of friends for the last, you know, five, six years. Yeah. No, longer than that, I guess, because during high school. So a long time. And so she trusts them. And so she can kind of let her guard down. Right. And this kid, like she said, she's known him for a year and a half. The people that he hangs out with aren't the best. I found, you know, the, I, I don't think one of the persons, no. one of the people that he hangs out with in particular is probably why he does what he does. Because sure. this guy also thinks he can do the same. And right. he's quite a bit older than him. Right. Um, in his 40s, nonetheless. Yeah. So um, we talked to Brielle, she, you know, to make sure she was like, okay, not just okay, because we were on the podcast in front of two of her friends. And, you know, she is okay. She's moved on. But Brielle and I are very similar. We just kind of block things out and you move on, you know, like you. But I think Brielle in the future needs to really think about and we should talk about, you know, because we didn't get into all that. But what you would do if this happens again, something like that, or, you know, what should you do? Right. If she was alone, you know, like, I mean. Yeah. And I want to ask her too. And I, I will. We talked a lot about in previous podcasts how that that gut feeling. Remember, remember that article that lady had written? Uh, it was a story about how this guy had, was nice to her, uh, met her at the store, offered to carry her groceries in to her home, and she had a full arms, lots of these kids, but he seemed like a very nice guy. And the instant that he approached her, she said she got this feeling that something was wrong. But she was like, no, it's, you know, like she instantly tried to like push it down, ignore it. You know, she needed help or whatever. And he, he had the groceries and basically like pushed her into her house, took the groceries in, assaulted her in her house. And she had remembered at the time Oprah Winfrey had been running a special a couple of years, maybe before. And there was a specialist on there basically saying never let your perpetrator or your attacker take you to the second location. Right. Uh, if it wants you get to, a, if, if you leave the first location, your chances of survival or, or basically your chances of escaping the situation become slim to none that clicked in because she had thought about, do I fight this? Do I just not fight it? Maybe he'll leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. And he was, he basically assaulted her in her home, was trying to drag her out and get her in his car and that's when she just, you know, she lost it and, and was, was screaming and fighting. And a neighbor uh, ended up hearing kind of the commotion. I think she lived at maybe in a little more, more rural area, but somebody heard the commotion and came to her aid or whatever. And the guy saw the guy coming or, or whatever and got in his car and sped off. And, and she was saved from getting taken to a second location. But, you know, that obviously wasn't what Brielle was in this situation. But I just wonder, and I revert back to that question where did she get like a funny feeling maybe that day or while she was sitting there, like something was off or something was just kind of, you know, like the energy was fine. Everybody was dancing, having a good time, drinking, cutting up. And then all of a sudden did the energy just get weird right before it happened? Or like, could she have like right. paid attention to that feeling? You know, that, that gut, that signal that we get. I don't think you, when you're, you know, you're drinking and yeah. your and your vibration is lowered by alcohol, right. as people say, right. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, she probably didn't get that feeling. <laughs> no, yet. I don't think so. I just think, I you know, know, you're more just having a good time and relaxed, and you should be able to do that with your friends. Like, yeah. this is, it's just really inappropriate. Yeah. So, anyways, you guys, with so much going on the past couple of months, I mean, well, hell, who are we kidding? The past year, I had a much needed girls' day with my ride or die, Sean. If you guys remember her, Sean Melson, she was 
on housewives and don't be tardy and um we've been friends for she was my stylist for a while we've been friends for uh kj's 10 probably 12 years she's like the kind of person where like if i robbed a bank she'd be the getaway car or if i called her and was like hey uh, i'm on the side of the road i need you right now she'd be there in two seconds she's that kind of friend and i don't have many of those so we went and got pedicures and then we came home and it's funny because she you know we're getting older sean and i like i mean i was you know maybe 29 when i met her 30 at best yeah she said at the nail salon, I said, you cried at my wedding. I'll never forget it. You've never fucking cried ever in my, like in front of me ever before. She's like, I've only cried. I haven't cried since. And I said, she's like, how long have you been married? I said, well, do the fucking math. She's like, wait, when'd you get married? I was like, Sean, 11, 11, 11. She's like, oh my God, that's right. Oh my God, it's going to be 10 years. She's like, I ain't cried in 10 years. Ha <laughs> ha. And she was like funny, but, um, cause she's not a very emotional person. Yeah. So we got pedigures, came home. And what I was saying about getting older was I lost my train of thought. She's like, Kim, my back was killing me, killing me. Like, I didn't even know what to do with it because my back was, my own back was killing me. My neck was kind of out of whack. And I was like, me too, girl. She's like, we're getting fucking old. She's like, Shakana. Well, Sean, can I pipe in here where yeah. she's not maybe, uh, she doesn't make, she's not like a health conscious person. She, she, she doesn't even her, drink water. She loves her candy, doesn't no. drink water, loves Coke. Yeah. I don't think she doesn't eat like bad no she per doesn't se, eat bad but, but she's uh, like she, she always, just she runs has, goes 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 she goes. had three two oranges a peanut butter cup and a pack of lorna dunes at the fucking nail salon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway she just doesn't slow down she doesn't stop she just goes, so, goes, so goes, she's goes. her her only source of fuel is sugar and that's it you know like <laughs> no water <laughs> no water yeah and i've been working on her drinking water for all the 12 years that I basically have known her because I drink quite a bit, but she's just not going to do it. I yeah. bought her Crystal she Light. She can't stand the taste I, of She it. just can't. There's no fucking taste. I, that's what, what I say too. About? I don't understand that. If, if like, But she looks great, so I don't. Anyways, it's working for her. She needs to try some Crystal Light. I've done it. I've tried everything do with her. No, she won't do oh it. Oh my gosh. But anyway, she said her back was killing her. And Shikana, if you don't know who Shikana is, she's actually been a friend of mine for a million years, it seems to. And she's she was tiny T.I.'s wife's best friend for many years. She was on their show and all yeah. that good stuff. Anyway, she's like one of the nicest people i've ever met in my life she will do anything for anyone and this is a prime example so sean says shikana introduced me to this guy i think he has a doctorate or something i don't, I don't know the whole story I herbalist really, herbalist yep. okay herbalist and so he gave me this like cream slash oil to put like on my salve, back almost yeah. kind of like a mm -hmm. yeah and to put on my back and i haven't had i didn't have pain for two weeks until yesterday and i said well how many times did you put it on she's like once and i'm like sean what the <laughs> So I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like, does it help? Because just last weekend, my back was out of whack. Croyd rubbed it. He put Icy Hot on it. We tried everything. Icy Hot actually was the only thing that worked. Yeah. So weird. Interesting. Yeah. She said, it's amazing. And I'm supposed to be drinking this stuff that Shikana told me to drink that this herbalist makes, but it smells so bad. I, I just can't do it. And I'm like, Sean, if somebody gives you something, you need to actually drink it like if you're putting this stuff on it helped you that much can you imagine what, when you ingest something like how good it's going to be for you she's like i'm calling shikana right now so she calls shikana and she's like shikana tell kim about dr bg and his and his stuff and his, and like his, and his stories and his, all his yeah, stuff yeah shikana said girl girl <laughs> and i was like what she said that he had a patient that had fibroids for like many many years yeah. and could not get rid of them she drank this tonic put this cream on her belly I think from head to toe, actually. And they were gone in like 18 days, completely gone from her yeah. body. Never had another one again. Insane. There was a patient that had breast cancer 
and she went and had x-rays and they found six tumors i think he said the left mammogram i think i ended up asking him to like elaborate yeah mammogram's an x-ray oh it is i'm sorry yeah so well the reason why i said him is because when he got to my house which i'll tell you about i asked him to further elaborate on this story and so anyways there was six like lumps or whatever in in her left breast Mm -hmm. and so she went to see Dr. BG and he gave her this tonic to drink and this salve or what have you cream to put on her breasts, her entire body for two straight weeks. Mm-hmm. And she was getting ready to start chemo and they did another like mammogram to like look, um, to target the, stuff, target the stuff and look at everything and everything was gone. Yeah. And they walked into the room and said, we have good news and bad news. Right. Yeah. And what did they say? She says, you know, what do you want first, basically? And, and she's like, well, I'll take the bad news first. And he says, well, you know, uh, we we, gave, we showed you the wrong mammograms. Uh, we're, we're sorry about that, basically. And then the good news is you don't have cancer. So, you know, like the bad news is we tricked you and we stressed you out for no reason. And the lady's like, no, I, I had it. I just, I took this stuff. And they're like, there's just no way. Like, what do you mean? What, what did you take? Like, what'd you do? And, they, and she's just like, I, I can't really tell you because he wants to stay under the radar. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar conspiracy theories. A lot of, a lot of these herbalist guys, and there's been some that are pretty famous from foreign countries that claim they find, you know, some natural herbal things to, uh, cure some major serious diseases like cancer or HIV or things like that. Mm-hmm. And then they end up dead two, yep. three months later. Right. And, 100%. um, coincidence or not it's it's kind of weird he doesn't want to go through that you know and, and he his his idea and, and it's only word of mouth yep his idea not his idea his, his theory is that basically big pharma is wants us sick right they they want us sick because take when we're sick we make more pill money because that right. pill is not working so let's take yep. two more pills yep and so when we're sick they make more money they make billions of dollars on the sale of drugs and so they don't want us to find cures for things uh, they don't want us to remove cancer. I mean, cancer is a billion dollar industry. It really is. People people profit off of cancer, like massively profit off of cancer. Mm-hmm. So Dr. BG has been around for a gazillion years yeah. here in Atlanta. And I'm just now finding out, which is funny because about a week and a half ago, I was like, God, I don't know why. I know COVID doesn't, you know, you don't have energy with COVID, a lot of fatigue, headaches and all that. And I was like, God, I just like want to feel like normal. I just want to like go back to pre-COVID, which I still didn't have a whole bunch of energy. I definitely have noticed like a decline in my energy levels prior to COVID. And my prayers get answered pretty quick these days, thankfully. So I said, okay, Shikana. She told me about helping this guy who had diabetes and couldn't get an erection and his blood pressure medicine, I guess, was doing it or something like that. And he put the, right. the salve or whatever and drank the tonic or whatever. And yeah. he's not had a problem since. And yeah. it's been like 18 months. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, hook me up, girl. And she said, OK, she kind of lives like like by the airport or something yeah. like she was down in Miami Circle or something like which is like an hour from my house. And she, I said, well, um, OK, we'll meet you. Just let me know. So she calls him. Puts us on the phone. He's like, I- I'll make it happen. Just let, you know, Shikana, you call. I'm there wherever you want to meet. So right. then I'm like, Shikana, I'm going to send my assistant um, to come meet you. Shikana's like, no, he needs to look at you, touch your hand. You need to meet him yourself. And Sean's like, I hadn't seen my best friend in so long. She had COVID and Sean had COVID. And so I'm not, we're not fucking going anywhere. Come all the way up here. And I was like, Sean, you can't ask her to do that. <laughs> and Shikana's like, I'm on my way and I'm bringing Dr. BG with me. And I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> I still can't believe they drove over an hour to yeah. this house. Yeah. Shakana pulls up. Sean and I were waiting. We were dancing on the front porch. Like, Shakana will give you literally the shirt off her back. She's, I kid you not, one of the nicest people I know. So they come in and 
I was sitting down and he, um, Dr. BG kind of grabbed my hand. He's like, a lot of scar tissue. And I was like, yeah, babies and all that good stuff. And he said, all right. So basically he gave me that drink, the tonic. Mm-hmm. And he gave me the salve or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and then he was kind of, he went on to Brielle and to Croy. And, and so Shakana says, all right, you guys, everybody. Now they already warned me that this is the worst <laughs> tasting shit you will ever put in your mouth. Okay. And I can drink just about anything prior to the twins. And then for whatever reason, like I used to do wheatgrass every day. And, and then after the twins, like my stomach can, I just can't even smell stuff. So Shakana's like, get the solo cups, Kim. So I break out the solo cups. There's like 10 people in our house. Shakana brought somebody with her. Doctor brought somebody with him. You know, me, Sean, everybody was there. So we fill up a solo cup, like two ounces full of this tonic, right? Wow. (laughs) Straight, tastes like straight ass or something. It is. Like for real. It is the worst thing I put down my throat every morning. And it is the best thing that has literally changed me in less than a week. I have so much more energy than I've had in five years. Yeah. Kid you not. Like so much energy. I've gotten more done in the last four days than I've gotten done in four years, I feel like. (laughs) I swear to God, you guys, I shit you not. So I told him how my back is like bad, you know? And so he looked at it and told Croy to put the salve on or whatever. The next morning I woke up, you guys, and my back and stomach were not bloated. My stomach was completely flat. My back was like, like no inflammation. It's pretty mind blowing. Like, I think this stuff is pretty incredible. You have to just wipe it on real quick with one wipe and like throw your hand out to like the air to like rid of toxins and rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. Instead of Sean's like, I was rubbing it on my belly and, and circles. <laughs> like, and he's like, rub don't in. rub it in. Don't rub it in. So it was kind of funny. But it's like a, it turns, it's like a harder substance that kind of almost like a coconut oil texture and then it turns right. into like an oil. Right. Anyways, um, we are, again, you guys, we are not doctors, just sharing an interesting perspective from a very highly educated alternate source. Yeah. So, just want to put yeah. that out there. But so again, he, he you know, he, his claim and he walks the talk for real. If he talks it, he's doing it. He's doing, you know, everything that he is saying, he uses himself he's to almost keep himself 80. healthy. He's almost 80 and he was showing me how his knees and his whole body work so great. He was like break dancing yeah. in my kitchen yeah. and got lower than I could ever get in my life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically he says like, if you do the research, right? Like what was used decades ago to heal us and cancer rates were so much lower and just the the amount of vaccines our kids had to get were so much lower and just just all the things that have have transpired over the last decades because of these big pharma industries and and what they push and all the products that they help you feel better with whether it's a pill or or whatever it's all petroleum based and so you're you're ingesting this these petroleum products and there is scientific research i don't i don't know the article uh if i can cite it it'll be in the description below this podcast but scientific evidence recently just came out that we are we have ingested so much petroleum plastic products that some of them cannot our bodies will never ever be able to break down like at all and so they just continue to uh, accumulate in our bodies inside of our bloodstream inside of our cells inside of our body and we are seeing a rapid decline in our fertility women and men to the point where they feel like if we continue on the trajectory that we're at this this study that the scientists did that we could be sterile somewhere i think it was 2140 ish like a completely sterile 
species, the human race would be That's like, we scary. wouldn't be able to reproduce because of all of this accumulating plastic. And so, but all those things that accumulate, all those toxins, all that, that's what causes the pain in your back, the inflammation, the cancer, the, you know, the sickness, the fibroids, everything. That's what is causing all this. So when you go to, you know, you get sick and you go to the doctor and then, and you got a problem, what they give you to make you feel better may temporarily work or may remove it. And, and I don't want to knock uh, Western medicine because Western medicine has saved, saved lives life. and, yep, and sure. it's fantastic. Western medicine serves a purpose beyond any means, but I'm talking like big pharma, you know, and, and what they're, you know, kind of the options that Western medicine has, and that's to push the medications. Like we, you know, that's, that's where we've gone with Western medicine and that's, but there's petroleum and all that stuff. So his products are back decades ago, what used to work, what's designed to remove those, uh, those plastics and petroleum based products that are accumulating in our body. So Pretty incredible dude, super smart, super... Um, he basically was describe or, or stating how, like, if your body disease really can't live in an alkaline state, or in a, I'm sorry, acidic, acidic state. Right. So a lot of the, like, the tonic that we drink puts your body in an alkaline Highly level. Alkaline, yep. So <laughs> I'm so annoyed that I'm coughing. I'm so fucking annoyed. Sorry, you guys. I just put a cough drop in. Hopefully this helps. But I was drinking wine with Sean, and we weren't like drunk by no means or like even remotely tipsy, but he said that if you drink this tonic or whatever, um, it instantly sobers you up. Right. And it's like a filter, so right? after it's that like shot, Sean and I were like, well, so much for our fucking one glass of wine that we had. But, <laughs> anyways, I'm very thankful. I feel like I'm going to get a shit ton of emails, you guys. I don't know if I'm going to have to start like getting this shit shipped to my house or something and then like handing it. I don't know what we're going to do, but I am super, super thankful. Now, listen, I will tell you. Not to leave the restroom for the first couple or, of days. Or be near one. Or <laughs> be very near I sh- one. I meant don't leave. Don't be without one yeah, is what right, I'm trying right, to say. Yeah. Don't be without uh-huh. a, a, a toilet, okay? Well, you might end up camping on one for a while too, but yeah, <laughs> don't but go it's, far it's, from one. I mean, so the friend that Shekana brought here was telling me how he had like worms in his poop yeah. the first day after yeah. the tonic. He said, yeah. this stuff is liquid gold. You guys, I cannot tell you what it smells or tastes like. It's the worst thing. I just chase it with a juice box because right. I would take my medicine with juicy juice juice boxes for 20 plus years. And it's not the texture or the consistency. It, the consistency is water. It's the smell and the taste. It is bizarre. Moving on, you guys. Where are we headed to, baby? We're headed to Vegas, bitches. <laughs> my favorite place on the fucking planet. We are doing an appearance. It's a private party. Otherwise, I would tell you guys all about it. I know. So unfortunate. But it's a private party, so invite only um, for a new casino that's opening up there. I just am so excited about it. Yeah. The new casino, though, is Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. Uh, and it is at Virgin Hotel, So Las I think they Vegas. merged. Mohegan Sun is a casino in Connecticut that I used to go to, and I did an appearance there last year. And so it's just really ironic that when I get asked yeah. to attend a Mohegan Sun event or an appearance or whatever, they want to bring me in for an appearance, it's always like so flattering that... It still blows my mind that, you know, somebody wants you at an appearance and from your own home state. So anyways, you guys, I think um, their doors open though for customers Friday. Friday. Yeah. So Friday. So if you're in Vegas or you're heading there this weekend, um, check out virgin hotels, lv.com to find out how incredible this new property is. I'm super, super excited about it. Anyways, stay with us for this week's bonus safe space with Kim and Corey, where we'll tackle a toxic work environment and difficult people. When is enough enough and more? 
Want to ask Corey and I for advice? Email us at houseofkimatkimzolsiak.com or you can text or leave us a voicemail at 323-213-8100 and we may just feature your question on our weekly safe space bonus segment. We love hearing you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back here next week on House of Kim. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Catch new episodes weekly at pioneerpodcasting.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love the show? Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.